This has been a live recording of the Effing Shakespeare podcast by Bloomsday Literary at the 2023 AWP Conference and Book Fair. We're thankful to be the official podcast for AWP for a third year and have invited a gallery of guests that you don't want to miss out on. As always, please subscribe, rate, and review so we can continue to bring you interviews of amazing writers sharing about their amazing work. Enjoy. Welcome to the show again today. We are here with Maha Ahmed, who is a poet and also a literature and creative writing PhD candidate at the University of Houston, our hometown. Shout out to Houston. Oh, amazing. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Should we say go Cougs? Yeah, go Cougs. (laughs) We just did it. We have to represent. (laughs) Um, you, I didn't finish that you're specializing, specializing in empire studies. Mm-hmm. She received her MFA in poetry from the University of Oregon, where she was the recipient of the Promising Scholar Award. And her interests include Arabic to English translation, colonial Egypt, and Arab American diasporic literature, exploring abolition, gender, liberation, geography, imperialism, neo-imperialism and all the other isms is that correct is that true yes yes that's a hefty list it's it is it is and i feel like it's that's an that's an old bio (laughs) this is my least favorite of all podcasting experiences there's 20 more things when i find out the internet is a liar no but it's a very relevant bio I'm okay. just I'm just so embarrassed at how how many things I claimed I feel like to be an expert on. <laughs> like, okay, well the embarrassment <laughs> is more on my part for no. not doing proper research and knowing no. the things I, I know about no. the fickle lover that is the internet. It can give you it's you know gold it's, or shit. It's a it's a recent bio. I think it's just more fleshed out. It's a very you know this is this is who I would be in an ideal world okay. if that makes sense so but it no, makes me look good it makes yeah, me look no, good no, you should just you know? lean into it just we're lean manifesting yeah, we're today. manifesting y'all come on okay I'm, I'm really truly excited to get to talk to you today I want to hear about all the things I want to start with rusted radishes yeah I want to know about it I didn't know about it until I started doing the shoddy research work apparently that I've been doing um, but it's a Beirut based lit mag yes. and you are the poetry editor there is that yes. still correct? Did the internet tell me correctly? Yes, on that? yes. Good. The internet did you did you write did this time? Okay. <laughs> Just one time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm so glad that you brought that up um, because I, I just did my panel on you know world literature in the U.S. and peripheries and I feel like Rusted Radishes is one of those journals that kind of exist on the periphery, right? But they're so important. They're doing really important work highlighting work from the Middle East, highlighting people from the diaspora who have any sort of connection to the Middle East. And um, I just want to shout out Rima and Norhan, who, who I work closely with, and they're just, they're so amazing. I feel like you never know what you're going to get when you work with like other literary people. <laughs> yes. Say more. Um. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe don't say um. more. I don't know. But no, tell us about working there. Yeah, yeah. I, it's it's really amazing when it's like working with people who are bound to this collective goal, right, of amplifying these these marginalized voices. And it's like we never lose sight of that, you know, like all of the petty stuff that goes into, you know, just 
you know, dropping things and picking them up and who did what. Like, we just never have that conflict because we don't lose sight of, like, the bigger picture of what we're doing um, with the magazine, which is to make art and amplify art from people that don't, um, you know, wouldn't nec- wouldn't have a voice because you know we're we're providing this specific space for those specific voices right right, right. how um, did you find your way there oh it's such a funny story it's such a funny story i love it let's hear it can <laughs> yeah, you share it i'm i'm happy to share it um so oh it goes so back okay so i did my undergrad at depaul university and um in pittsburgh in Chicago. DePaul. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I had a um, professor who was really engaged and into, you know, into my future as like a writer. Um, his name is Tim uh, Mazurik. Shout out Tim. Um, and so when I was like applying to, okay, so he, he was really cool. We had a great connection. Fast forward like a, a couple years um, I'm applying to graduate schools and I sent him like my, my resume and my latest publications and I had I just had a poem published in Rested Radishes um, and he's like oh my god like Rested Radishes my, my best friend <laughs> runs that magazine oh my gosh <laughs> yeah. this happens and more they, often than not in the right? literary ecosystem it's vast it's such, but it's small it's such a small world yeah. it's such a small world so you know, we just, we had a little, you know, a little moment. And um, just a few months later, Rima was like, hey, listen, like our poetry editor is like on her way out. Um, I loved him. He's my best friend. Your poetry's great. Do you want to just, you know, slide through? <laughs> <laughs> slide Do you want to? <laughs> yeah. Nice. And so it was, yeah, it was very serendipitous. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be there. Nice. I don't know if that that was a cool enough story. No, that's perfect. <laughs> perfect story. I mean, I think, yeah, that's that happens more often than not. That yeah. we, we sit down at the table, we talk about this or that, and then there's there's some connection. We could be halfway across the country or halfway totally, across the world. Totally, totally. Right, because Rima's living in Beirut, but they did their, their MFA together, I think. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy. How yeah. have you found the community at U of H? as a as a graduate student you have this poetry background and then you choose to go into literature and with this Mm -hmm. literature and creative writing with this emphasis in empire studies Mm -hmm. tell me about the community there yeah I think I got so lucky um because I really did want to emphasize in empire studies and I really did want to do that that specialized literary research and the literature professors at UH are so amazing they're so cool and I think that they're we hear so much about the the creative writing department but I love to hear that about the literature department as well yeah 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 a lot of them are you know South Asian from the Middle East Um, a lot of them are not but I think that they're they're just so rigorous you know and so helpful and so supportive and so interested in our work as graduate students you feel like you're having more of an exchange you know as opposed to like a one-way like I'm you know the smartest person in the room and I'm going to tell you everything I know right I feel like they're really open to to learning from us and 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 yeah I love being there I just feel so lucky like I just I'm so lucky (laughs) 
That's really great. We heard the same yeah. thing in our last podcast. There's a lot of there's a lot of good vibes. Yeah, uh, around the world right, right now at AWP. I'm feeling it. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so I wasn't able to join on the panel where okay. you were talking about because I, I was here doing interviews, but I did I did want to dig a little bit deeper to find out um, to talk more about especially what you talked about with the sort of this U.S. centric notion, mm. particularly in literature, that the immigrant mm-hmm. story truly only matters until that immigrant lands mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on U.S. soil. Mm-hmm. Did you guys get into that then on the panel? And can you give us a sort of bird's eye recap? Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. We we got into it. A, we got into a lot of stuff. Um, and I I would you know go you know look up Caitlin and Kartika and Zarlasht um, and their their work. But I we, we wanted to just speci- like be specific about what what each of us is doing. And I think that was the immigrant story was more of like my focus. Um, so I can I can talk yeah, more like, specifically yeah, about I that. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it really the idea for for my part of it came from my feeling like this hybrid identity or the, you know, the dominant immigrant narrative, like, didn't really exemplify what I was going through as, like, an Egyptian who grew up in the Gulf. Wait, I thought that all Egyptians who grew up in the <laughs> Gulf felt the same way and had the same experience. Is that not the truth? Exactly. <laughs> right? That's exactly it, right? Yeah. And it <laughs> You're Egyptian. Tell us your Egyptian immigrant story yeah, yeah, and make yeah, sure yeah. it is right. in this mode. Yeah, you read only one, one. You exactly. read them all. Right, right, right. right. Exactly. Exactly. That's right. That was that's really the problem. Um, And, you know, it makes us as writers so self-conscious. Right. Because we're like, oh, we need to write in this trope um, in order to be understood. Um, And if we go outside of that, we're going to be inherently misunderstood right or or we won't we won't get published or et cetera et cetera um so i just wanted to push back against that and to remind people that we're so different right and we're so we can still you know collectivize and we can still connect but like through the specificities of our experiences we don't have to you know forget and then, you know, uh, you know, become an amalgamation of like people of color in the U.S. and write through, you know, continue to write through loss and memory um, and forgetting. Right. Like there's so much more that we can do with our identities if we if we commit to to going back before immigration. Right. And and really listening to are looking for what what our ancestors were were telling us right and what they were writing to us you know and i think a lot of us feel a lot mm. of self-consciousness and guilt about trying to claim that and trying to go back because it's like oh that's my you know my great grandparents like you know that's not really mine anymore because now i'm like a hyphenated identity now i'm like egyptian american so i can't really fully claim that you know and there's also a lot of or that religion or that culture. Exactly. Like I, yeah, the culture that my grandparents had, I don't right. get to claim it because of this hyphen. Right, right, right. Mm. But I, and, and I think that that's so... First of all, it doesn't work because it's like that loss is like always going to live with you. Like you are always going to be haunted by that thing that you don't know and that you like need to go and retrieve, mm. you know? Mm. Um so it was really just about inspiring people to go and, and do that and retrieve and go to the archives and not be self-conscious about it because they wrote it for you. You know, like a lot of people, 
right with future generations in mind. Mm. And that includes you, whether whether you believe it to be or not, you know, and and it includes all of us, I think. Um, But but we have to do our our own work um, and share it with each other. Um, and, and collectivize based based on that sharing instead of collectivizing based on a forgetting and a not knowing, right? Yeah, the void. Yeah. Right. Totally. Or the loss. Or the loss. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. So good. <laughs> um, I am going to do that thing where I quote your work back to you and I want you to be okay with that. Is I, that okay? I am so okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was struck by these lines in your poem, Ars Poetica, that was published in The Recluse. When a city imploded, I wrote hard about trees. In workshop, the Arab Spring was considered extraneous or overrated. Nakba Day was an opportunity for the white kids to stay silent. And I think I would love to ask you about your workshop experiences, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. the things that these lines reference, um, and maybe sort of compare and contrast that to what it's like, you know, it, the MFA experience is different from what you're doing yeah. now. And I'd love yeah. to hear about that in light of these lines. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is something I also wanted to address in my panel was how, like, the institution of poetics literally doesn't give you the room to explore the specificities. Um, and I think that it's nobody's fault that workshop is, like, set up a certain way. But I think that I mean, for example, just like going into class and then having everybody read like the one poem um, and then not having a a holistic or wholesome understanding of like what you're trying to do and like what your project is. The sort of silent recipient of feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wrote I wrote that poem when I was so like, I don't know, I feel like I was so begrudged at um I think it goes back to like feeling misunderstood, like wanting to write something and not knowing how and not feeling like I had the space to do that and not feeling like even my colleagues had um, the space or time to engage with me. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think that that's their fault necessarily. I think it's the product of like the way that the MFA is just like two years. Right. And like workshop is just so like bam, 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 you know, <laughs> Yeah. So, but, but I, but that also, um, you know, it's interesting that you bring that up because I think that that shows a gap in my own, like the work that I should have been doing, I think, um, in order to like really, really go deep into that history instead of using it as kind of like an identity marker. Right. Because I think, again, it goes back to like, I think I wanted to write the diaspora poem. I wanted to Mm. write the Arab American Mm. poem, right? And I was like, oh, I'm I'm doing the thing that I'm supposed to be doing. Like, why doesn't anybody understand? And it's like, well, actually, I don't think that I was Mm. doing the thing (laughs) that I should have been doing. I think I should have been really um, engaging with with the history of of the Arab Spring really, really closely instead of just claiming that I am, you know, a product of or related to people that um, might have been um, involved in it, if if that makes any sense. That's a lot of heavy lifting, though. I mean, you're like, you're learning craft, (laughs) right? 
but that's what I'm saying, yeah. right? It's like so. It's like no one's fault. You know what I'm saying? It's no yeah, one's yeah. fault. It's just like a, a you know, the, the the situation. You know, it's it's a it was a very difficult situation. But I think that I think that now the conversation is 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 changing, and people are like becoming a lot more open to um, all kinds of poetry, right? Well, and it's all, all part of, of the evolution of of you as a student, of you as a poet, and of, of, of you as yeah. a scholar, right? Yeah. Like you went totally. through totally. the MFA and it led you totally. to the next thing and now it's leading you back to yeah. right. your family, your culture, exactly. your religion, how, you're gonna, how that's going to show up right. next in your right. poetry. Yeah. yeah, and I like that you brought that up because it really all, it's all like an ebb and flow, right? And it really will depend on where I'm at in my life, you know, where I'm living, who I'm in conversation with, where I'm going to school. Um, and that, yeah, that'll, that'll show up in my work in the same way that it'll show up in, in everyone's work. So that was, right. yeah, that's... Even if it's not the perfect person that you need. I mean, you've had some of the right people in the right mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you have the wrong person mm-hmm. who also tells you where not to go right 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 right, right. reflects back oh this is not my space these right. are not my people this is not what i'm yes. doing yeah 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 it's essential the exactly ends, right right exactly we're all all of the yeses are equally valuable as the nos that's you know good. <laughs> that's really good yes <laughs> okay this is the most hard-hitting of all the journalistic questions okay. we're gonna put your way are you ready yeah <laughs> I need to know the most AWP thing you've overheard. <laughs> Hashtag overheard at AWP. What is it? Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. I, can I, I'm yeah. just going to say it. Okay. Okay. This shit is overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. Was that true me? That. Did, I, did you overhear me say that when we were setting up in uh, Instagram? Yeah. yeah. I feel like I decided to hide the button that I needed to push. Just not there. (laughs) Yeah. Have you found it overwhelming? This is my first AWP (gasps) and it is pretty overwhelming. Um, I think over, uh, it's a very overstimulating, um, but it's so exciting too. I think like maybe because it's my first time, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can I say a few words? Please. Yes, the mic is yours. Not to go off script. Yeah, I just go. I just hate when when these things end, and it's like bye, bye. So I just want to say thank you so much Aww. for for having me. I really appreciate it. I was so surprised when when you guys emailed me, and I'm I'm so honored. I'm really oh, so honored. honored. Thank you guys so much for having me. This was so fun, and we're we'll do it again. Yes. hopefully we'll in share. Houston, Houston we'll Virgins. Houston. Let's do it. <laughs> Effing Shakespeare is a production of Bloomsday Literary, hosted by Kate Martin-Williams, Jessica Cole, and produced by me, Fu Lu. Our trusty and hardworking intern is Elena Welsh. With special thanks to Juanita Lester and the AWP staff, without whom this would not be possible.